Hey, just want to say thanks again for tuning in today. Please uh, like this podcast and comment. We read every single comment and share this, if you would, on your social media platforms. And thanks again to our sponsor today, selfimpermit.com. Uh, like you said, sometimes in different moments in your life, at age 20, this one verse jumped out at you, and you you kind of overlook this other one. And you read it again at 25, and this other one jumps out because it's just a different part of your life. God's trying to say something new to you, something fresh to you. That's why the Word of God is so like active and alive. Like You kind of jumped right over verse 2. He, le- he leaves me be- beside still waters. Mm. And that as you were reading it, that was one was jumping out at me like it hasn't before and i was thinking about um there's those apps that calm you down you know there's, oh, there's apps millions that, of them that yeah. can help you go to sleep and stuff like that and they're always saying you know close your eyes picture yourself in a meadow hear the bubbling brook on the side right that's like coming from the word god already is like i know how to calm you down yeah it's you know it's you know all we have all these wonderful technologies and things and it's like we can do a lot of complicated things but we can't do simple things like sleep anymore yeah, you know, and and he's I, saying, "I'll lead you there. I'll lead I know, you I know how to get you waters. there. Yeah. I'll get you to sleep. You won't have to take medication and all this kind of stuff just to go to sleep." And because so many people are dealing with anxiety and depression and stress, I think a lot of that, uh, not all of it, obviously, but a lot of it comes because we we do not go to God in prayer. You know, there's an old song about that. You know, how much you know um, we worry, how much needless pain we bear. You know, all because we. Do not carry everything to God in prayer. And, it's, and the Bible talks about that, you yeah, know, and, and even the old songs, because it, I mean, these are old hymns. People were still dealing with stress, anxiety, depression, and needless pain we bear because we will not carry everything to yeah. God in prayer. I know homeless people that can sleep. I've seen homeless people on the side of the road sound asleep, no money. No, it looks like they have no future and they can sleep. You got, you have a beautiful home, beautiful family, children, career, and you can't sleep. Yeah. When homeless people can sleep. Come on, man. Like at some point, obviously money's not the answer. Obviously things are not the answer. It's, 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 we've got to go to God in prayer and it's not about the minutes. So we go, how many minutes do I need to spend? It's not about the minutes. It's like, I'm getting a relationship. How many minutes do I have to spend with you for us to be married? How many minutes do I have to spend with you, you know, for us yeah, to, yeah. you know, have a relationship? It's not about minutes. It's about moments. And I think whether it comes to a church service, whether it comes to your, you know, people always say, well, I need to spend time with God. Really what you need is moments with God. In a church service or even time yourself, it's not about minutes. It's about moments. Yeah. I've been married, you know, going on 17 I'm sorry, going on 18 years. It's not about the minutes. I can't even give an account for every minute, but I can tell you about moments that you've had with your that you've had that I had with Joanne that, you know, I've had with my kids that I've had with God. You know, what God is after is moments and you can have a powerful moment in five minutes. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's not about I spent hours and hours and hours. Sometimes it sometimes it is. But but what you're after in that time is not the time. What you're after, what I'm after in my time with my wife is not time. What I'm after is a moment, moment. and that that's what you've got to you've got to pursue. And it's 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 like church. You know, some people are like, well, I'm not going to church. I don't always get everything. I don't get something every time I go to church. I don't get something out of it. It's like, well, if you go hunting, you don't get something every time you go hunting. If you go fishing, you don't get something every time you go fishing. At yeah. some point, you've got to fall in love with the chase. At some point, you've got to fall in love with the pursuit, pursuit. of God. 
And then, and some Sundays too, even on Sundays, it's like, we did it. We did, we had church, you know, we, we, we did it. Kind of just went through it. Yeah. We had the people saying, and there's other moments, the other times it's like, man, this was the most incredible service I've ever been in in my life. There's times you go hunting and you're like, I went out. That's a good way. And there's other times you're like, man, this was the best hunting day of my life. But a real hunter, you're never a real hunter if you're like, I have to. I have to kill something every time I go. You're not a real fisherman if you only, you know, can catch something when you go fishing. And then you don't want to go if you want to. Yeah, catch I mean, it's like yeah. me. I'm not a real fisherman. If I go fishing and I don't catch something, I'm like, I hate fishing. This sucks. I'm, not so, do I'm so disappointed. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go again. It sucks. Yeah, I don't right. want to go again. That's that's true. That's how people are. But you when know? you're really into it and you really love the sport of it, the, the pursuit, like you said. You love the You have to you love the pursuit. You, yeah. It's the pursuit of God. It's like I'm getting up and I'm running after him and... Let's see if we catch him today. Mm. That's why he said, if you seek me with all of your heart, you shall find me. Knock and the door shall be open unto you. And so I think there's this pursuit of God that comes through reading his word, that comes through prayer, which makes the moments so much more amazing. Yeah. When he shows up and he walks in the room and he sits down in the car with you while you're driving on 35W or 494 and tears start running down your face and people are like, who are they talking to? You know, because that's what makes those moments so much more beautiful is, you know, I'm, I'm chasing him and I don't know when or where I'll be or what day that I caught him. That's, that's so good when it, when it comes to like, just make it consistent and it's okay that not every single time we read the Bible or every single time we're in a church service, we feel this powerful thing. That's okay. Because sometimes we'll, we're just a pursuit, just us keeping, you know, keep keep trying and us going for it regularly. Like our, we're regularly doing this a part of our life rather right. than like I'm only doing it if it's that big conference weekend and that guest speaker's coming because I know that that might be, might be a moment. Mm -hmm. God is looking for just like in every relationship with our with our wives, with friends, whatever. We're looking for that consistency, that continual uh, regular part of our relationship, regular conversations, you know, and that sort of thing. It's like if I go, if we went on a road trip from here to Florida, we just drove for 22 hours, right? and we went the entire time and said nothing to each other, that would be a weird road trip and a weird way of calling us friends. Yeah. It's kind of weird to say that we would be friends if we could go 22 hours and say nothing right next to each other. And that's exactly. not, I think that's how God feels sometimes. Like, I'm sitting here with you the whole day. I'm sitting here with you all week long. Yes. So and you call me your friend. I want to be your friend. I'm trying to tell you I want to be your friend. And, uh, and we say nothing. We sit there in silence. It's easier yeah. to talk, I think, when you talk more consistently. Yeah. You know, you get around those certain family members that, you say, I love these people, but I don't talk to them that often. And you get in the room and you're like, so how's the weather there? And how's the family? Good. Everybody's good. Okay, great. But you get around people you talk to all the time. It's so much easier to talk. There's this old saying in the Bahamas uh, where my family's from. It says talk brings talk. That when you just start talking and you start engaging, it just starts bringing more yeah. conversation and more engagement. And I think, you know, when you talk to God, you know, uh, pray without ceasing, right? Yeah. It's just that I have that conversation, that, that constant communication um, with the Lord. I just feel like it's so much easier to go to him. The, that's why we end up going to other people's counsel so much 
uh, more easily or readily because we're used to talking to them. I'll always call my girlfriend. I always call, you know, my boyfriend. I always call in mom and my them coach and or whatever. My yeah. coach, or whatever. I talk to them all the time. So it's just much easier to go to them when you face a crisis. Where not that you shouldn't. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. But where is God in that? That's where yeah. God says you seek counsel, but not of me. You know, how much do these people know? How much do they know? Right? At, at, at the expense of not pursuing God on it. The one who knows all. The one who knows yeah. all. And so, again, I think just start going through the word of God and for the scriptures that jump out at you. I mean, you can see the scriptures in here that have been highlighted or underlined or underscored. I mean, your Bible's, got the the Bible's falling notes. apart. Corinthians is over here falling out. But I'm missing a page in Matthew. Right. <laughs> they say if your Bible's falling apart, typically your life's not, mm, right? Yeah. And so, uh, and, and I again, I think... I think every believer needs a physical Bible. I'm all down with the digital stuff too, but I think you need a a physical Bible uh, to write in. There's way less distractions on it. I mean, can you imagine flipping through this and every three pages there was a commercial, or every two pages there was like a another ad, another activity, or to do, one of your friends or, yeah. had wrote something. Like you're gonna get so distracted, and I think that's one of the challenges that come with um, doing things on our phone with all the push notifications and. You know, social media is just one you know tap away. Yeah. And uh, again, I think this is I think this is a part of the prayer closet. That's good. I think I think literally just not doing your scripture reading on this is a part of disconnecting. Jesus said, you know, when you pray, go into your prayer closet, and you've never been in the presence of God and on Instagram. You've never been in the presence of God and on TikTok or that's YouTube. A, that's a good like, point. Y- y- you got to leave all that stuff and go in with Him. And so, I think that a part of a physical Bible is a part of a prayer closet. is is a part of like disconnecting. And he's not saying you have to go into an actual room. What he's saying is you need to disconnect. And I think it's really hard to disconnect when you have this, you know, in your hand. Yeah, I think what's helped me is that this. I love the Uversion app and everything, but it, to me, it's like more of that quick resource, the quick guide in the middle yeah. of a conversation or something. I want to look something up. Totally. I can refer to it as a reference, but my time to really study and get, you know, get closer to God is apart from the phone, like you said. One hundred percent. And we made a couple of notes on here. Uh, prior, so again, not anti-phone by any means. Just knowing how to steward it, you know, at the right time, right place. But 